Welcome back. I'm here today with Jerry Carroll. He is a partner at Burnham & Brown. Jerry, welcome to today's show. Thank you, Alan. Nice to be here. So, Jerry, for the listeners, can you give some background, your education, your career choices? What led you to where you are today? Sure. Um, I'm a California native. Uh, I was born in Southern California, but really grew up in the Central Valley and Fresno and Roseville areas. Um, a big family. We did a lot of outdoor activities, hunting, camping, fishing, hiking, um, all sorts of a very sports-oriented family. Uh, I went to Cal State Sacramento, got my English degree with honors, and then I moved to the Bay Area to go to law school at Bolt Hall, UC Berkeley's law school. Um, once I came to the Bay Area, I fell in love with it. I knew that I was never going to go back to the Central Valley. Um, as as much as I loved it, I I loved the Bay Area more. And so after I graduated from law school, I went to work for a law firm called Long & Levitt in San Francisco. Worked with a gr bunch of great lawyers, great trial lawyers there. And then in 1996, uh, Michael Hardiman, who had been a partner at Long & Levitt as well, left the firm and asked me if I would like to go with him. And so uh, I waited a few months. I had just bought a house and didn't feel that, that I could move right then, but went out with him and we formed Hardiman & Carroll, which lasted for 20 years. Um, and then Recently, last year, I decided to make a move and to close Hardeman and Carroll uh, and go to Burnham and Brown. It has turned out to be a wonderful move. Uh, it's like going into a big extended family. They're a great firm. They offer me a lot of support. Um, and it's, it's, it's been a really fun move. And so in the, uh, the did you always know you're going to do law? I mean, what, what was the inspiration to say, I want to go be an attorney? I was kind of weird. I knew that I wanted to be a lawyer when I was about 11 years old. In the fifth or sixth grade, we had a mock trial, and I, the teacher thought that I would be a good lawyer and asked me to be the defense lawyer. Um, we ended up doing this mock trial for our class and then for the entire school. Uh, ended up doing it three times, and all three times I, I got the accused uh, acquitted, even though, as it turned out, which I didn't know, he had actually done the crime. So, <laughs> uh, Long and Levitt, when you were practicing there, was did you have a certain specialty? or Long and Levitt's specialty is professional malpractice, uh, defending other lawyers uh, especially. Mm -hmm. And I found that to be really fascinating because not only did I have to learn the law of legal malpractice, but I had to learn whatever underlying law was involved in the case. So it gave me a broad exposure to lots of different areas of the law, from probate to family law, to torts, to contracts, to securities, because I would have to learn about each of those to defend the lawyers that I was working for. And when you're uh, working at Burnham & Brown, did you carry that over? Did you change up the... Uh the, the specialty at all? Certainly um, with Burnham Brown, I've done less professional liability, but that intervening 20 years is is mm -hmm. with, with Hardeman and Carroll is really kind of what, what formed the practice that I have today. It's uh, specializing in construction law. I represent contractors, developers, um, subcontractors, anybody involved in the, the, the construction of a building. Um, and I represent them, whether it's 
from the sense that the the building has a problem or if someone is injured on the workplace. So all types of construction law, that's probably about half of my work. And then a broad range of general litigation, everything from wrongful death to catastrophic injuries, paraplegics, quadriplegics. And then a small section of my business is also advising small businesses such as construction companies, wineries, um, different different small businesses, advising them about insurance, about leases, about uh, uh, any other types of agreements they might have. So. You know, in, in the construction industry, obviously, this is a big area. California is really hot on, you know, are they it employees is. versus... Yeah, and how would you advise a, a person coming to you... Uh, you know, Jerry, what do I need to watch out for when I when I set up my relationships? Um, the biggest thing I tell contractors is to pay attention to the little hairs on the back of their neck when they're meeting a client for the first time. If if the client doesn't seem right, um, as long as the person is in a position to be able to choose what business they take, mm-hmm. they should pay attention to that little voice in the back of their head that says, oh, I, I don't know about this person. Um, I see it so many times where a person comes to me that's in a lawsuit and says, you know, when I first started, I had this feeling about that person and um, people should pay attention to that feeling. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good good advice. So, Jerry, I need to take a quick break, and uh, when we get back after these messages, I want to carry on with your uh, uh, your, your story. And then something really uh, big happened uh, within the last year, and uh, I'd like you to explain what that is. Sure. Okay. We'll be right back after these messages. can't take your wealth with you, spend time with your family. Welcome back. I'm busy here today with Jerry Carroll. He's an attorney with Burnham and Brown up in Oakland. And, uh, and Jerry, the last segment we talked about, you know, your, your career, successful attorney, you know, started your own firm for 20 years. And then, um, Several months ago, something something big happened. It was a life-changing event. And for our listeners, can you tell the story what, what happened in your life? Sure. It was January 20th of 2016. Um, I've been a duck hunter for 40-some years. Uh, my entire family has hunted. And I was duck hunting. And I got in a situation where I was looking for a duck that I had shot and uh, I was in a pond in, uh, near a big patch of tulies, and I found the the duck that I was looking for. And as I stood up, everything was wet, and my gun slipped out of my hand. And I tried to grab it, uh, which was, as I've later learned, a foolish thing to do. I should have just let it go. But as I tried to grab it, I pushed the barrel down, and it went into the water, and just as the barrel came in contact with my boot, some tulies sticking up out of the water hit the trigger. And uh, there was 
an explosion of sound and pain in my foot. And um, I spent the next two and a half hours in that uh, pond with a tourniquet on, holding a tourniquet on my leg, laying on my back in the toolies, trying to keep my leg up because there was quite a bit of blood that was coming out of my boot. Um, Were you with anybody at the time? or I was hunting with my brother, Jeff. He was about 50 to 75 yards away. He came Mm -hmm. over as fast as he could, um, helped me get on my back, helped me get a tourniquet on my leg. um, And then he was on the phone with 911. Um, It took 911, because of where we were in the middle of nowhere, no mapped roads, it took 911 two and a half hours to get to me. Mm. And... During that time, I lost uh, five of the 10 pints of blood that are in my body, um, as I later learned. When they finally got me out of the pond and to an ambulance, uh, they cut my boot off and all of the pellets came clattering out. Um, The EMT looked at it and and swore uh, very colorfully and that made me think wow how bad must this be if somebody who who deals with this kind of thing every day is looking at that so they got me out to pavement and to a waiting helicopter took me to trauma hospital Uh, I was laid on the table and I counted 16 nurses and doctors descended on my body cut everything off it was just beeping monitors and cold metal and um, a lot of organized chaos. The surgeon then bent down and said um, that I was going to live, but that when I woke up, I may not have my left foot. And that was the first time throughout the ordeal that it occurred to me that I might lose my foot. I woke up several hours later in the hospital and looked down with relief to see that I still had my foot. Um, But that relief was short-lived. Over the next several days, I had several surgeries, and they decided that it was going to be difficult to save the foot, but they offered me a choice. And ultimately, I chose to cut it off. The alternative was up to a dozen surgeries over three years, continued pain, continued problems, and I just decided it was better to to cut it off. I had some very good uh, advisors, health friends, um, and my brother, who's a doctor. And everyone said that the the best outcomes usually come from amputation. So I elected to amputate my left foot. Well, there, there was that the silver lining that when you had the accident, your brother was with you as a, a doctor. Or? Um, my brother that was with me was I, I have three okay. brothers, okay. and um, the brother that was with me was not a doctor. Okay, um, so okay, so so obviously it's impacted your life uh, tremendously, significantly, and uh, you know, it, and, and overnight within that 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 one event, life suddenly changed. And and Jerry, I'd like to. Uh, it, we're running up against the break here. Sure. But I, I'd like to get back in terms of uh, life's experience. What what have you learned? Uh, what have your, What are you doing differently than you did before uh, when we get back after these messages? Sure. Visiting here today with Jerry Carroll, an attorney at law with uh, Burnham Brown, and and uh, has a, a very unique life story. And we'll get we'll be with you right after these messages. I love fishing, you know, with my family. 
I think it would be easier to use a net. It was so much fun. The times when we are together, it makes it all, all the more worth it. Having Dad teach them how to like cast a fly rod and... As long as we're doing stuff together, we're having fun. Some people see a father and a son fishing together, while others see a succession plan. Welcome back. I'm visiting here today with Jerry Carroll, attorney of law with Vernon Brown. And, and Jerry, um, in the last segment, we talked about the hunting accident that happened roughly a year ago, uh, wherein you, you lost your leg. Um, what's the biggest takeaway that, uh, that has been in your life since losing your leg? Probably how quickly everything can change in life. Um, we hear a lot of cliches about seizing the day and never knowing what life can bring, but this ordeal and, um, has really brought that home to me. Um, I, uh, am trying to focus much more on, on what's important to me and what makes me happy and, um, what's the best thing for, for myself and for my family. Um, but the other thing that I have to say that I, that I've taken away is the, the strength and courage that I got from all of my friends and family. Um, I, I have heard in that sometimes you have to, uh, die to, see and hear how much people love you at your funeral. Um, I'm lucky that I got to experience that in person while I was alive. Uh, I would not be here if it weren't for the support and love and generosity that so many of my friends and family showed. You had a lot of time in, in the hospital recovery. Uh, approximately how long was that? I was in the hospital for 10 days and then I was pretty much confined to bed except to go to the bathroom um, for two months. Uh, and then slowly I started to um, to go out on crutches with a walker. I eventually got my prosthetic leg in April and then began learning to walk again, which has been quite an ordeal. So uh, how has this experience positively impacted your life when there's so much negative around it huh so it's funny and and it, more recently in the last several weeks i have talked to people about i've lost my leg but if i look at everything else in my life i'm actually right now in a happier place than i was before the accident which sounds amazing to say that that you could lose a leg and feel that way but um i'm in a better place professionally i um am which which has led to more happiness at home i really believe that that in a lot of ways my my life is better um my marriage is stronger my what my wife has shown me during this ordeal really made me appreciate her. And, um, when you get further along in, in, in your marriage, sometimes you start to take things for granted. And, um, what, what she's shown me in the last year has, has been tremendous. 
So, um, have you learned more about yourself? I have. I have. Um, I have learned that I can overcome most anything. I never dreamed that I would have to deal with something like this in my life. Um, I have always tried to be a glass half full person. Um, but this was challenging. There were times, uh, and there are still times when I get depressed. Um, but there are times when I realize how lucky I am to be here. I could very easily not be here at all. And that is what has driven me to overcome the problems that I faced. And so my own strength has surprised me at times. You know, it's interesting how sometimes this adversity helps us give deeper understanding. Absolutely. You know, to, yes. to life there. So um, what advice would you have for people in life, uh, you know, after going through what you went through, you know, this experience? How, you know, what, what advice would you have for others as they're looking at adversity in their own life? I think it's important to see, to to tackle those problems and to look at them and say, you know, what kind of a problem is this? Um, is it a, is it a personal problem? Is it a, is it something that I can resolve by myself? Do I need help? Um, and not being afraid to ask friends and family for help. Uh, that sense of community is really what can, can build us and take us through times. I was a very independent person. Uh, my, my wife thinks I was the most independent person in the world. And the fact that this happened to me and forced me to accept love and support and the help of other people was really difficult for me to do. Um, but I've learned that that's, that's the whole point of why we're here, I think, is is um, to be a part of a community and to help one another. And there's there's no way you can get through life by yourself. I'm visiting here today with Jerry Carroll. And for those of you who just tuned in, uh, Jerry's been telling about the uh, the hunting accident he had a year ago and uh, how that's changed his life, his leg being amputated, and uh, and and uh, it's been a 180 degree. Uh, turn, yeah, perspective. So, Jerry, if if you could be remembered for just one thing in life, what would that be? My generosity and my willingness to help other people. So you have a more of a life of service and. Yes. Um, I, I, what I found in love from my community of friends and family is what I hope that I'm remembered for um, by them. Jerry, really appreciate all the, the great insight you telling this story here today and, uh, and for being on today's show. Thank you, Alan. It was a pleasure. We've been visiting here today with Jerry Carroll, uh, attorney at Burnham and Brown, and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. Uh, over the break, Jerry and I were visiting, and one of the things that uh, very emotional and 
traumatic event of, of going through what he went through with the honey accident this last year. But uh, you know, one thing that we didn't cover is is uh, why did you move out from your own firm, owning your own firm with a partner, to uh, to joining with a large organization, and how did that whole transition play yes. through? Um, I was laying in bed, literally, wondering how I could simplify my life. And owning a small business it is not a simple thing. And I, um, my partner had semi-retired a few years earlier. He was still working with me, but he had decided that he was going to retire in 2016 and, in fact, was going to do so right about the time my accident happened. Um, being the the partner, but much more than a partner. He's a friend. He's become a, a, a dear friend. He unretired and came back and ran the firm while I was in bed. But um, while I was laying in bed wondering how I was going to simplify my life, literally the phone rang and it was a recruiter who said that he had a law firm who might be interested in a lawyer with trial skills and a book of business, which is me. Mm -hmm. And so we talked for a while and he said, after we talked that he thought there were other firms that might be interested in me. So he ended up marketing me um, to several firms. Um, as it turned out, I got to Burnham Brown simply because uh, I, I knew somebody there and had happened to run into them. And uh, so I started talking to them as well. I had offers from San Francisco firms, but I ultimately decided I did not want to commute into San Francisco. And so Burnham Brown was a firm that I had known from my early days, uh, very well respected, as it turns out, a very old firm um, dating back to 1895. And so I met with them. It was a great feeling from the very beginning. And uh, I ended up signing with them. And it's it's been one of the best decisions of my life. What 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 things have you gone through in the transition from the small to the big firm? Certainly, having to to ask permission to do things, things that I used to automatically do on my own, I now have to talk to um, you know people about and make sure that everyone's okay with it. That's that's been one of the the more difficult things is is realizing that I can't just do anything on my own. Um, but the support that they give me is, is, is well worth that trade off. Mm -hmm. so. What about your partner? Did he come with you or did he move a different direction? So he, he had postponed his retirement to take care of the firm while I was in bed. Uh, once I was able to come back to work in about June or July of last year, he finally sailed off into the sunset and, and is very happy now. Now, um, in in a day in a weekly basis, are you? Did you cut back the hours so you could do different things, or what? Uh, you, you what are you doing differently now? Um, the hours are about the same. Mm -hmm. What's nice is that I only have a ten minute drive to work uh, instead of commuting into San Francisco, and so that's given me two to three hours a day back uh, of my life, and so I try to use that time. To, uh, I, I have lots of therapies that I'm still doing, physical therapy. Uh, I also see a psychologist that's recommended by the, the doctors anytime you lose a limb. Um, 
So I have, and then I have doctor appointments. So it gives me time to do those sorts of things. It also gives me time, frankly, to to rest because there are days where I, by the time I get home, I'm exhausted. <laughs> well, Jerry, it's been an it, it's been an amazing year from the standpoint of life changing experiences, getting a different perspective, and uh, we appreciate you coming on today's today's show. Thank you, Alan. It's 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 been it's been a great pleasure. We've been visiting with Jerry Carroll, a partner Burnham Bernard Brown, and uh, thanks for being with us this week on America Dreams. And join us next week right here on this station.